Turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 33. We're going to be reading in verse 12 to start with. Exodus chapter 33, verse 12. And Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people. And thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. If thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Now let's uh, take just a step back for those of you that may not understand what's going on. You know, God had become just so fed up with the Israelites at this point. He said, look, you go do what I'm telling you to do, but I ain't going with you. I'm tired of messing with you. I'm tired of, of being around when all, you, all y'all want to do is worship another God or turn from me and, and do whatever filthy sin you want to commit. I don't want any part of it. But you're gonna, here's what you're going to do. Go do this. He's telling them still that I'm still going to send you toward the land of promise, but I'm not going with you. So this is the point where we pick up today where Moses says, God, I'm not going anywhere unless you go with me. And I want to point out something else they said there. He said, how else are we any different from anybody else on the earth if you're not with us? Now, what I want to talk to you about today Well, let's just keep on. You'll figure that out. I'm not even going to try to put it in words right now. But basically, Moses wasn't going to move without God being with him. Now, we shouldn't do that either. Everything I'm going to tell you today, even though it was many thousands of years ago, is just as true today as it was then. Just as Moses was standing there saying, God, I'm not going anywhere unless you go with me, we ought to be the same way. But there's there's some encouraging things to see here. There's some things that when you look at this, it ought to just make you feel bubbly inside. The first thing is, is that God 
can be swayed in your favor. Now, what does that mean? You see, God had already made His mind up. He was through dealing with them. Moses, in this particular Scripture we've read, is is what they call a type of Christ. It's, It's a picture of what Jesus came to do. Moses is making intercession for the Israelites here. He is is saying, see, because God never said He had a problem with Moses in this point, did He? No, He said said that you have found grace in my sight. In another place it says more than anyone else ever. So He didn't have a problem with Moses. He had a problem with the people Moses was leading. Moses is going to God saying, God... These are your people. I know they've done wrong, but these are your people. He's making intercession for them. Moses didn't want to go without them, but he also didn't want them to go without him. You see? And why is all that important? Well, like I said, because you can see here that God pays attention to the prayers of His people. God listens to the prayers of His people and can change His mind. You see that? Now, Moses had found grace in the sight of God. But the people, the Israelites, hadn't. But because of the grace that Moses had found in God's eyes, that grace was applied to the Israelites. Now, that's the same way it is with us in terms of how God deals with us. He doesn't look at the grace that see the grace that he sees when he sees us is not what matters. It's what matters is uh, is the grace that he sees through Jesus. Just the way he looked at the Israelites through Moses, he looks at us through Jesus. And that's how the the relationship is there. All right. Now we got that out of the way. God told Moses that he knew him by name. That indicates a a very deep personal relationship. That's what they're talking about there. It wasn't enough for Moses that he had found grace in the sight of God. Now this is where we're really going to try to focus today. You see, Moses had a responsibility to these people. Why did he have that responsibility? Because, for whatever reason, God put him there. Okay? That's the simplest way you can say it. Because God told him to. It wasn't because of anything Moses had done. There wasn't anything he did to earn that that position. God chose Moses to put him in that place to lead those people. You can look at Moses and you could look at his character and probably say he didn't deserve to be there. But that's not what mattered, is it? God put him there. So, because Moses had a a position to hold that God had put him in, he had a responsibility to these people. Now, how do you, y'all are probably sitting there thinking, what in the world does that mean 
to us today. How, what does that matter? Well, what I want you to see is, it wasn't enough for Moses that he had found grace in the eyes of God. He was there pleading the case of those he was responsible for. And do you understand how that correlates to today? Maybe not. I want you to see it though. You see, there's a place that you're supposed to be. There's a position that you're supposed to be in. There's something that God has has for you to do. And in the working of that calling that God has for you, there are people that you're responsible for. There are people that, whether they want to serve God or not, you're still responsible for. That don't seem right, does it? Well, I want you to understand something that you have found grace. It's not based on your merit. It's based upon Jesus. You found grace in the sight of God. Now, it's your responsibility because you know how to find grace. You know how to get in contact with God. You know how to bend His ear that you be praying for those people. You see, it's your responsibility. Just like it's my responsibility for all of you. God put us where we are for a reason. Because we're the only ones that can, that can do the work because He called us to do it. You see that? It's not because of our abilities, anything we know, our talents, anything like that. It's because He put us there. Now we have a responsibility to uphold. And I want you to see that Moses cared enough about these people. You know, a lot of people would have just said, well, as long as I'm okay. Hate to be them. They need to change their ways. But at least I'm okay. And that would be enough, wouldn't it? You know, I've been like that before. I had to pray and ask God to change my heart on that. And you know, as, as time goes by, I have more and more of a heart for other people to see them come to the same place I am. I want you all to see something else here. I want you to notice that Moses didn't make just one petition. Y'all ever had a kid ask for something and you gave it to them and it wasn't just a few seconds they asked for something else? because they felt like maybe this was a good time. Daddy's in a good mood, or Mama's in a good mood. And they're just going to get every little thing they can while the getting's good. Well, let's go on and read some more, and I'll show you how Moses did the same thing. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. Verse 18. <clears throat> and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. See, he's already said, God, I ain't going nowhere unless you go with me. And God said, okay, I'll do it. And he said, now God, these people, you got to be with them. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Now what does he say? He says, show me your glory. Said, What's Moses doing here? You know, I, I struggle sometimes trying to understand exactly what Moses was asking. What did he really want? 
Was it just he wanted to see what God looked like? I don't think that's all it was. That may have been part of it. He, I think he, he probably to some degree wanted to be able to more better visualize what, what was God. You know, all he had really heard was his voice. But I think really what, what Moses was seeking, maybe not on the surface, but underneath, if you take all of it and combine it, I think what he was really wanting was more of God. He wanted to be deeper and deeper and closer and closer with God. And you see that as, as time progresses. He, he just wants more of God. You know what? We ought to be the same way. It ought to be the same way today. We ought to be saying, God, show me your glory. God, I understand that was good over there, but I want more. We ought not be content with where we are. You see, I was talking to somebody the other night, and they're struggling trying to figure out what it is God has for their life. And I told her that, look, there's, there's a time that you just aren't content with where you are anymore. And that's not good enough. You know, some people, and if this is you, I hope I'm not hurting your feelings, but some people are happy just staying right where they are. And that's good enough for them. But there's some of us, and I'm not trying to exalt myself in any way, there's some of us that just ain't happy. That's not enough. I want more. There is this desire in me to just get more of God. To do more for God. And I can't, it can't be satisfied with anything that this world has to offer. I have to fulfill that only through getting closer to Him. That's the only way. You see, He's put something in me and, and probably many of you too that says nothing else will, will do. Only more of Him. So Moses says, show me, my, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. See, God's in a good mood. Man, he's, he, Moses did something right here, y'all. Not one time did God rebuke him. Not one time did he say, no, not right now. Quit asking me such silly questions. You know what that tells me? That tells me that God wants to be closer to us. It tells me that God wants to answer our prayers. It tells me that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what I can ask or think. So you might want to ask and think some things sometimes. Expect something from God because He will fulfill it. That's what that's telling you. He said, I will have all my goodness pass before you. Man, that's exciting. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me. Man, I can't read that without getting excited, y'all. I can't read it without being excited. He said, Behold, there is a place by me. 
and thou shalt stand upon a rock. Y'all know what the symbolism of a rock is? Jesus. And it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock. He's going to put you in Jesus. And will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. Now isn't that love and care and attention? See, he knows the limits of what Moses can stand. He knows what he can take. He's going to cover him with his hand until he can pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. And I thought about that for a long time too. I was reading one of my commentaries, and it said that we see God's back parts a lot. We see where God has been. We see the effects of Him coming by. We don't get to see Him face to face, do we? Not in this life. But we get to see the effects of Him coming by. Y'all, y'all need to be praying for God to show you His glory. See, He never told Moses, No, don't ask something like that. You're foolish. I can't show you that. What did He do? He, he, he met the prayer just as, as close as He could. He gave Him the best He could because there was just a point where it was too much. See, God wants to honor our prayers. He wants to answer them and, and He wants to give to us. You know what God really wants though? He wants us to want Him. And He saw Moses here wanting closer fellowship with Him. There has not been a time in my life that I hadn't prayed, God, I just want to be closer to You, that I didn't come feeling closer. There ain't never been a time that I felt like He denied my prayer when it was something like that. There's been plenty of other times God's denied my prayer. And He said no. But He has never one time denied coming closer to me. His Word says, draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. There ain't no stipulations there. Shouldn't we want to see more of God? Shouldn't we, desire, shouldn't we have a desire to just be as close to Him as we could? We're His children, aren't we? Aren't we, aren't we part of His inheritance? The, the thing that He set aside for us to inherit, isn't that ours? Shouldn't we want to be as close to Him? And desire more of Him. I mean, there's nothing but goodness there. There's nothing but greatness and, and might and power. Why would we want to just get by on whatever little bit we got already? We should have a desire to just have as much of Him as we could. And when we get that, we ought to have a desire for more. Man, I'm going to tell you all, there's times that I have just been full. And that was good for a little while, but... It ain't long. I want more of it. Why am I telling you all this today? I know it seems kind of like we got two different topics going on. But I want you all to understand how God desires to answer your prayers. And you know why I want you to understand that? Not just for your own benefit. But like Moses was praying for these Israelites. Praying that they would 
be able to be a part of, of God and that God wouldn't withhold anything from them, that, that He wouldn't just let them go on their own. We've got to be the same way. There's people all around us that's, that's going to hell. There's people all around us that if somebody doesn't do something, they're going to leave this world and never have the opportunity. Because somebody didn't care enough to intercede for them. Somebody didn't care enough to try to sway God's judgment. Say, God, just give them another chance. That's what Moses was doing. He was saying, God, just give them another chance. Come on, now, you, you brought them out here. There ain't nothing wrong with asking God to be faithful to what He said He would do. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with expecting God to be faithful and, and truthful to His Word. Because He will be. There ain't nothing wrong with holding Him to it. He, he's the only one that you can expect to do what He says He will do. And we've got to get in this frame of mind that Moses was in. We've got to get to the point where, where we say, God, don't, don't judge them too harshly. I'm just like them. But because of the shed blood of your Son, I found grace in your sight. Now listen to me. Hear my prayer. You see, God listens to our prayer. God wants to... God doesn't want to punish people. He doesn't want to. It's not His desire to send anybody to hell. In fact, the Word says the contrary. And you all have heard it before. It said that His will is not that any should perish, but that all should have eternal life. Now when you read that Scripture and you understand what it means, you have to understand that when you pray and ask God, you're praying for someone else that doesn't yet know Jesus as their Savior. You're praying and asking God to just, just give them a break, God. Just give them a little more. Put somebody in their path. Give them a little bit of slack. Be with them, Lord. That's what He wants to do. Now, I'm, here, I'm not here to tell you all today God's going to overlook sin. I'm not here to tell you today that He's just going to forget about it and let them go on and do what they want to do. But I am here to tell you today that because of the grace in God's eyes that we have, He'll listen to your prayer. And if you don't have enough desire to see those people saved... You know, there may not be anything that can be done for them. You've got to have a heart for them. If you don't, who will? If you don't have a desire to see them go to heaven and not perish in hell, who's going to have the desire? Who's going to love them if you won't? You see, we can't wait around for a, a, a Savior to come riding in on a, on a big white horse and take care of everything. Right now, this is our time to, to do what God's called us to do. You see, it's our responsibility. He charged us with it. And we can be slack in it. And we can think it ain't that big of a deal. 
And we can think, well, as long as I'm okay and my family's okay, that's good enough. That's not what Moses did. You know, Moses could have just probably at that time, because God was so fed up with him, he could have just probably walked off. And him and his family could have went toward the promised land. But you see, he had a desire to see those people go in. He didn't want them to perish out in the wilderness. He wanted to be with them because God put him there. Now, we need to have enough understanding of God's will to see that God put us somewhere. I know where God put me. He put me right here. We've got a whole community to reach. There's plenty of work to be done. Plenty of places for people to do some work. So you have to look at yourself and say, now, did God put me there? And if you feel like, now look, you know the answer to that question before you even ask yourself, I guarantee you. This same girl I was talking to, she said, I just don't know what to do. Should I stay here or should I go do this? And, And then she made a statement that said, I just don't feel like I can grow anymore where I am. And I said, I think you've answered your own question. If you can't grow anymore where you are, it's time to move on. It's time to get to where God would have you to be so you can grow. It is never God's will for you to become stagnant. Never. His intention for you is to be continuously growing closer to Him because that's how you're empowered to help other people. 